In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's been a long night. Simon Peter sits in his boat as the sun starts peeking over the hills east of the Sea of Galilee. The seven disciples have worked hard all night trying to catch fish off the shore of Capernaum, and now they're finished and getting ready to head back in. It's been a crazy time. A couple of weeks back, the men's teacher, leader, and friend had been arrested in Jerusalem and was executed the next day. They laid him in a tomb that Friday afternoon, but he did not stay dead. Their teacher, leader, and friend rose from the dead on Sunday morning just like he said he would. It turns out that Jesus of Nazareth is certainly not only their teacher, leader, and friend, but he is also their savior from sin. Jesus appeared to the men that night that he rose, and then again a week later. After that, he sent his disciples up to Galilee to wait for him there. And back in Galilee, Peter and six other of the disciples decide to go fishing. Peter was a fisherman before he followed Jesus. Fishing is something he knows how to do. And doing something familiar right now might really be a good idea. A night on the water, catching fish together might be just the thing for them to try to get their heads wrapped around everything that's happened and ponder what comes next. Fishing that night is horrible. They work hard and catch nothing. And as the sun rises, Peter sits in the gently rocking boat with no fish on board, and he gets a bit of a sense of deja vu. This all seems familiar. One hundred yards away, a figure appears on shore and yells to them, Children, do you have any fish? And they answered him, No. He said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat and you'll find some. So they cast it out and now they were not able to haul it in because of the quantity of fish. Now the deja vu makes the hair stand up on the back of Peter's neck. Peter has been in this situation before a few years ago in this very spot. Simon Peter and his brother Andrew and James and John were fishing all night and they catch nothing and now they're back on shore cleaning up. There's a huge crowd just up the way and it's moving towards them. This new teacher, Jesus of Nazareth, Nazareth seems to be leading the crowd as he walks up to Peter's boat. He climbs right in asks Peter to put out a little from land. Peter and Andrew row the boat out a little, anchor it and sit as Jesus teaches the crowds from the boat. Afterwards, afterwards, Jesus tells Peter, put out into the deep and let your nets down for a catch. And Simon Peter answered, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing, but at your word I will let down the nets. Peter's mother-in-law was recently healed by Jesus, and Jesus teaches with authority, so Peter does what Jesus says. What has he got to lose? Who is this Jesus anyway? Peter and Andrew let down their net and they catch so many fish that their nets cannot handle it. They call for James and John to come out into the, with their boat to help. They get the fish on board both boats, but there's so many fish that the gunnels are barely above water as they get ready to row to shore. 
At this moment, Peter has an epiphany. Peter understands who Jesus is. Jesus is the Holy One of God. Jesus is Lord. The Lord God is sitting in Peter's boat and he falls at Jesus' knees. Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Jesus is righteous. Peter is unrighteous. Jesus is holy. Peter is unholy. Jesus is Lord. Peter is a sinful outcast. If Jesus knows who Peter is, then Jesus' punishment will be swift and severe. Peter's on his knees before Jesus as the other three fishermen look on, and Jesus comforts them. Do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching men. Peter and the others row to shore and leave their best catch ever in the boats. And they follow Jesus. Do not be afraid. From now on, you'll be catching men. It all floods back to Peter as the seven men struggle to pull in their nets, overflowing with fish. John declares, it's the Lord. How does Peter react? The first time it happened, Peter begged Jesus to leave. He wanted to get as far away from Jesus as possible. This time, Peter wants to get as close as he can to Jesus. Peter can't even wait until they row the boat to shore. He dives in the water and swims the hundred yards to the beach. What changed? Has Peter ceased to be sinful? No. Peter's still a sinner in need of forgiveness. In fact, he denied Jesus three times on the night of Jesus' arrest. Peter is still a sinner. But what has changed is that Peter now knows who Jesus is. Peter knows Jesus died on the cross. Peter knows Jesus rose from the dead. Peter knows that Jesus shed his blood to forgive sins. And so Peter does not want Jesus to go away. Peter wants to go to Jesus. Peter knows Jesus is God. Peter knows Jesus is a God of mercy. Peter knows that Jesus is a God of love. Peter does not flee from Jesus. He flees to Jesus without hesitation. There are people occasionally that will tell me they cannot come to church because the roof would fall in on their heads. I guess like the Philistines in the pagan temple when Samson pushed out the pillars. Now, I think it's just an excuse for not coming to church, but underlying this may be a true fear of a God of judgment. They know they're not worthy, and they worry that God will punish them, so they stay away from God. They're afraid of God because of their sin, and they flee from God. Now, God is a God of judgment, but he is also a God of mercy. God's judgment was taken by Jesus on the cross. Many people are in terror of Jesus because they do not know the true Jesus. Who is Jesus? This is the essential essence of the season of Epiphany. Who is Jesus? The devil and the world do not want you to know the true Jesus and have always tried to obscure him. 
If they can keep you ignorant of Jesus, then they can keep you in your sins and on the path to destruction. If they can keep you afraid of Jesus, they can keep you away from the solution to your problem with sin. If they keep you distracted by all the busyness of life, they can keep you far away from Jesus. If they can get you to follow a counterfeit Jesus, they can rob you of true hope. The devil and the world are very effective, and so many people do not know the real Jesus. You do know the real Jesus. You don't want Jesus to stay away. Instead, you came here on this bitterly cold morning to be close to the Lord. You are a sinner, but you know who Jesus is. You know Jesus is a God of mercy. You know Jesus is a God of love. So again and again, you repent of your sins and return to Jesus. You know Jesus comes to give you forgiveness of your sins, and so you flee to Jesus. You flee to the altar of the Lord to receive Jesus. You come to Jesus because you know, as Peter knows, Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. The big question of Epiphany is, who is Jesus? This is the most important question, and you know the answer. You've had your epiphany through the Holy Spirit. You have been baptized into Christ, and the Holy Spirit dwells in you. So you know the answer. Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus is God in flesh. He died for you and rose for you and conquered death for you. Jesus is your Savior. He pays the price for all your sins. He covers your sins with his white robe of righteousness. Jesus gives you eternal life. Today and every day, flee to Jesus. Amen. And now may the peace of God, the peace that is beyond understanding, keep your hearts and minds in true faith until our Lord Jesus returns in glory. We rise and confess our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed.